Hey there, lovers. Welcome to Self in Solitude, the personal development podcast. This show is going to shake up your self-awareness, produce self-confidence, and prioritize peace and well-being. I am your host, Coach Self, the personal development coach, motivational speaker, mentor, and mom. Get ready because we about to get real. Hey there, lovers. Welcome back. It is your hostess, Coach Self. And I just want to give you the warmest welcome of all. I know you are so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. So let's share a loving, comforting hug so that we can get started. You ready? Stretch them arms out. Now wrap them around me nice and tight. Thank y'all. I needed that so much. Y'all don't even know. Y'all, I just want to recap real quick and let y'all know what's been going on in my life. I have made a executive decision for Self and Solitude, the personal development podcast. We will no longer be coming to you weekly. I know, I know, I know you're going to miss me, but it was extremely hard to keep up weekly. Um, And I'm still working my white man's gig, y'all. So until they release me from the grasp of employment and I am able to take over entrepreneurship full time, I will be splitting my time between here and there. And I'm going to give you as much as I can in these two weeks so that you don't miss me so much until the next two weeks come along. Okay? Hoping that's a great deal for y'all. It's going to work out better for me and I will be able to show up for you in the way that I intend to show up for you guys. So with that being said, my last two weeks have been pretty amazing. If I don't say so myself, I have been traveling. So I'm glad to be sitting my butt here in this studio. I went to Atlanta for the Black Effect Podcast Festival. And baby, when I tell you, I'm just... I was so excited to be there, first of all, surrounded by so many beautiful and amazing and well-behaved African-American folks. Just being around my people just always makes me happy, especially when there is no drama or anything. Everybody just seemed to be out there to have a good time, to enjoy the festival and to learn. That was my favorite part. Um, They had this panel discussion about the business of podcasting, which was something that I needed more than I even realized I did. They had Dolly Bishop, which works for the Black Effect Network, um, and then Chad Obrey, which is like the genius behind 85 Self. We also had Alex Media and Wheezy What the F, or WTF, um, from Horrible Decisions. These are some of my favorite podcasts to listen to on a regular. Just they provide lots of insight, laughter, um, just so much that I get from them. I just kind of learned the art of podcasting by listening to other podcasters and the jewels that they dropped on this stage, y'all. When I tell you, I have so many notes in my notes app. And I'm just ready to put them into action now that I'm here in the lab cooking some great things up. So look for just new things coming from the self-love cycle um, and self and solitude podcast. I also traveled to Philadelphia, back to my hometown. 
for my sister's wedding. Like my ride or die just got married and this was the most beautiful, intimate ceremony with only a small amount of loved ones and supporters. And it was just so beautiful just to be in the atmosphere of love and happiness. Everyone just enjoying and spreading their love for the new couple. It was just such a joyous affair. And then on top of that, it was held at my aunt's brand new restaurant, which she opened May 3rd. Being in that venue, you could feel the love. As soon as you walked in, you could feel that this is a family-owned restaurant and it's run off of love, happiness, and the people were coming in to get that food. When I tell you my aunt is an amazing cook, if you are ever in Oxford, Pennsylvania, check out Teen's Place. She is serving up soul food by the tons and she caters, so if you're having an event, anywhere in the tri-state area that's um philly jersey delaware she will pull up at your event they are extremely professional the food is absolutely delicious and i can promise you will not be disappointed now the venue is so pretty it has a nice little um, stage area to where your girl self was emceeing the wedding <laughs> i'll just add MC to my resume now because I feel like I did a top-notch job. Everything just came together so nicely and I just enjoyed being around so many family and friends with love in the air, which I needed because, you know, here at home in Florida, I am surrounded with my own children um, and then my family who I have made for myself now. Granted, when we make our families, we tend to make some pretty dope families. However, I come from a very dope family on both sides. So I just felt amazing and grateful all at the same time. Now, we are going to slide over to the big three. For those of you guys who know what it is, y'all make sure y'all do y'alls as well. But for my newbies, the big three is my daily gratitude practice, which is goals gratitude and affirmations we say one of each every day just to speak out loud what we are grateful for to hear and allow the universe to receive what our goal is to bring it to fruition and affirmations to build ourselves up so my gratitude today i am grateful for movement for my ability to participate in activities of daily learning and that Sky Daddy challenges me every day to be versatile. What I mean by that is when I have these days where my sciatica is kicking my butt and I cannot move the way that I would like to, I am grateful that God gives me the ability to use my other body parts or the other strengths that I have been blessed with in order to get through and survive this day as normal as possible because he has blessed me. So, so, so grateful for that. My goal today is to spend time in solitude with my girl, Journal. <laughs> that is Journal, by the way. It has been some time. I have been kind of um, veering towards video blogging when I have something that I need to say or things that I need to get off my chest. And I haven't really 
been journaling too often, but it still brings me a lot of peace and serenity. So I'm going to make it my business to get back over there to my girl today. And my affirmation for today is I invest the time and effort required to master my craft. Y'all know I've been working on getting consistency, getting rid of that good old pal procrastination I've been hanging out with and being on top of my podcasting, my coaching, my motivational speaking, my just growth as an entrepreneur, just integrating any and everything that I, I, all my skills that I have in order to thrive in this business as well as start on some new business ventures that is going to bring the capital that I need to succeed into my life, y'all. That's what I'm manifesting today. That's what I'm affirming for myself. And I know since I put it out there, Sky Daddy's going to bring it to fruition for me. And also for you, whatever you are affirming, whatever your goal is, whatever your gratitude is for today, Sky Daddy is going to bless it abundantly. You heard it here. Self is on top of it. I'm manifesting those things for you too. So I'm going to place in my hand over my heart and asking Sky Daddy, whatever they are grateful for, multiply it, give them more to be grateful for. Whatever their goal is, make sure they achieve it times 10. God, whatever they are affirming for themselves, you make sure you reaffirm it and bring it to their life for exactly the meaning and farther beyond what they're asking, Father. Make sure that they are blessed abundantly and reaffirmed in everything that they affirm. Amen. Oh, wait a minute. One more thing. I want to affirm that I am the greatest podcaster of all times. Y'all know we got to affirm the things that we want. So I'm affirming that for myself. And as I affirm it, I am going to roll right on over into our topic for today, which is recharging your battery. How do we nourish ourselves? How do you nourish yourself? I've taken a peek into the people who are nearest and dearest to me just to kind of see how they replenish themselves when they are feeling a little low, Um, when their battery is kind of empty and they feel like they need a recharge. So from my, you know, research of my folks, they sleep, they eat good, sometimes they paint or craft, they get massages, they meditate, they indulge in spiritual practices, they have a fun day, some of them drink, some of them engage in medicinal, um, you know, you know, I, I'm not even going to say it, but these are some of the things that the people around me do just from taking a quick look as to how they recharge their battery. Now, I think it's very important to find ways that recharge your battery. And just taking a look at my friends and family got me thinking, how many people don't do too much to refill their own battery? We want you guys, you beautiful women out there and men, to be able to recharge your own battery without having to depend on another person. Everything that I do to recharge myself It works out for my benefit. And that's exactly what I want you guys to do. And I have to depend on someone else to make you happy or make you smile. To not have to depend on someone else to recharge your battery. We should be self-sufficient. No worries. I got your back. I'm going to share with you my top four techniques that I use that gives me that boost of energy when I'm feeling that I need a little charge on my battery. Because being 
at a point where you depend on somebody else to be your happiness or recharge your battery once you're down is setting you up for failure. But you know we can't allow that over here in the self-improvement world. So we're going to learn these techniques and figure out what works best for us so that we can create those happy experiences, those loving and enjoyable experiences for ourselves without having to depend on another person. And we are going to figure out where our happy place is so we can go to it, come back better than ever, and be ready to tackle the world with the tools that you have learned here on this podcast. Now, without sounding like a broken record, I want to remind you that I did an episode a few weeks ago about burnout and what to do to recover from burnout, the type of things that I would do to pour into myself. So a lot of those things are going to also hear in this episode as well. But now I'm going to go more into depth about these practices and how they affect me. Just to give you some insight on how some of these practices and techniques might work in your life. So typically my strategic plan would be to look inwardly to see what I want to project outwardly. Practicing each one of these techniques help me figure out me, what I like, how I like to recharge, and what works best for me. And each time I just go a little further. Now, number one, I already talked about this. It's going to be journaling. This is something that brings me so much peace and serenity. You know why? Because as a woman who has a lot going on inside and outside of her life, personal life, work life, business life, you know, mom life. I have so many things that I have to keep up with, so many things that my mind is focusing on one time. And when I journal, I'm able to quiet some of those things and allow each thought to come out one by one as I write it on paper. I even get an opportunity to elaborate on some of those thoughts further beyond what my thinking had allowed me to do. It gives me the opportunity to sit along with my thoughts and write them out, whether they are good, bad, or indifferent. It gives me that release to let go of everything that I have been holding on to and keeping inside. And now when I have it out on paper, I no longer have that feeling of holding everything in and feeling like I am going to explode. I've released it all. So this is letting go some of that stress, that anxiety, that frustration, that anger, and is now allowing an empty space to be refilled with whatever I fill it up with. And that is powerful. I've been reading this book and it talks about In order to be more productive, you do less than what you think you have to do. And I'm going to try that method when it comes to journaling because my mind automatically feels like I need to write two pages. And then I get overwhelmed and then I just don't do it. Um, I have been vlogging recently because it is so easy to hit record, say what I got to say, and then hit in and go about my business. But when it comes to journaling, I'm going to make my goal to write less than what I expect myself to write. Now, if I'm going into it with a full heart and I feel like it is going to be heavy and I plan on writing two pages, I'm going to go for one page. If I'm having a light day and it's not a whole bunch that I need to talk about and I plan on maybe writing five sentences, I'm probably going to write two. 
doing it this way is going to help me create a habit of journaling on a regular as opposed to only picking my journal up when I feel like I really need to. Being able to release is a big part of being able to recharge for me. If I'm letting out of everything, it gives more space for me to pour back into myself with the good things that make me feel great. And that's why the next thing would be to just meditate. Sometimes before, after, and during journaling, I like to meditate. I like to really think about what it is I need to let go of. What is worth putting down on paper and what's not even worth making it to my journal? I like to meditate on the thoughts and feelings that I had when I experienced some of these things that I've been writing about. I like to meditate on how I could have changed the narrative, how it could have been better, how things could have gotten worse, how my attitude affected the situation and how it could have been more positive or more professional. I always evaluate myself. It allows me to see that for one, I'm human. For two, I'm not perfect and I make mistakes and there's always room for improvement. And that's what this podcast is about. Matter of fact, this is what the whole niche is about. Making improvements in our lives and knowing that there is always room for improvement. So for my girlies that are here for that and live in that space with me, I just congratulate you for understanding that we are always doing work on ourselves, but there is always more work to do. And the fact that we understand it and we're not just getting to one point and getting stuck, I applaud you. Now, the third on my list of recharging techniques, I tend to lean towards more often than anything else. And that is being by, near, surrounded by, in water. Whether I'm taking a bath or sitting at the beach or near a body of water, it is always going to be around me because that's something that just revives me when I'm feeling low, when I need that balance. It just brings calmness and serenity. So these are three things that I will do together to recharge my battery, even if it's for a quick second or if it's for hours. Taking my journal, having quiet time to meditate and sit near water are just a killer three together. It offers me the best opportunity to just be my best self and rejuvenate. If you follow my Instagram at the self love cycle, you will see that I'm always at the beach or near some body of water. Thankfully, my city has plenty of waterfront, so I check out all of them. It gives me that small feeling in a huge world, and I feel that it is important to be brought back down to that mindset sometimes. We feel like sometimes we are bigger than life, that everything that we have going on in life or in our own lives are so big, super important that everybody needs to stop what they're doing to focus on it. And that is not technically the case. What I have going on in my life is no bigger than what the next person has going on in their life. And we are all handling and trying to deal with it in different ways. So being near water, allows me to think that I am a small part in this huge ocean, this huge body of water. And what I have going over here is contained within my body, 
but I am still able to be a part of this huge body of water and flow and float and enjoy what it brings to me and still remember that even though what is inside my body might be a little flustering, the outside world, the body of water is still doing its thing, is still getting things wet, is still nourishing the fish, it is still allowing the birds to feed, it's still waving, it is still having all this wildlife underneath of it, it is still doing its thing. Though I am a part of it and I am near it, I'm... I hope y'all really feel what I'm saying. It just brings me back to the thought that I am one small thing having just a few things going on inside me. However, I am a part of something that is so much bigger. It allows me to ground and realize there is so much more out here than just the stress that is weighing on me. And it puts me in a better mood. I don't know the science behind why. However, just knowing that I am a small piece of something huge puts me at peace and makes me realize that let me bounce back and get back to what's going to make me be a bigger part of what's going on outside of me. If I made myself smaller and cuddled up in a corner and and relinquished myself to only my thoughts. My next practice that I would do in order to refuel my battery would be stretching daily or exercise if you have ever been in a situation where your mobility is limited or anything that stops you from doing the things that you typically do especially when your mind still tells you that you can or are able to do it that is a tough road to be on i know myself i had disc replacement surgery and Two years later, I am still at a stage of recovering where my body does not act or react the way that I feel that it should be. And it's funny, I had this talk with my dad this weekend. When you tell your body or when you make plans that God has not put in your plans, he's going to sit you down really quickly and remind you, "Eh, eh, I got the final say. You can make plans all you want, but that does not mean it's going to go that way. So in my gratitude today, I was thankful for the fact that I am able to move my body. And whenever I am in a place of pain and feeling like I'm suffering and I'm crying and it's hard to just get around my house, let alone go to work and have to deal with those conditions, you know, while I'm still hurting and in pain, I just thank God for the fact that I have pain, for the fact that I have some type of movement because it could be extremely worse. I could be bedridden or I could be stuck on the couch and not able to move at all. I could be in a wheelchair. I could be on crutches. And I just remind myself that you do have movement. Even the pain, the pain is reminding you Even the pain, the pain is reminding you that your body is working the way that it is intended to work. And without the pain, there would be no gain. So you need to push forward and keep on moving that body and allow it to do things that it once did before so that it can go beyond doing things that it has never done before. So moving my body just allows me Number one, the comfort of knowing that I will be able to move my body again 
the next time I try to. It also gives me the comfort of knowing that I'm doing something that's good for my for me. Like exercising, it, it brings a healthier aspect into your lifestyle. And also, it allows me to track where I am. Since um, my mobility has been limited ever since the surgery, when I'm stretching, I'm able to see how much further I can stretch as opposed to where I was before. When I see improvement, it gets me excited to want to do it even more. This allows me the mental clarity to put more um, anger, frustration into my workout or my stretch and, and to feel that burn that I would want to release um, in other ways, it just, it just gives those, it releases those endorphins and makes you feel good all over. So after that workout, you're at a stage where like, man, I killed it today. And I'm going to continue to kill it tomorrow or whenever the next time is I'm able to work out. I'm just grateful for the fact that I have a body that can and will be able to move and I'm going to move it. Now, um, retail therapy is also on my list of things to recharge my battery. Though, spending money is not one of those things that I enjoy doing. I would not say that that recharges my battery. However, being in an atmosphere, in a huge store, looking at all the possibilities of different looks that I could possibly have, that I could create, those things get me excited, gives me a new lease on life and allows me to be in a fairy tale world of what can happen, what possibly could happen and how I could be taking over your nearest stage in this new outfit once I'm about to put it on and wear it and be my truest, most amazing self in. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but when I go shopping, it isn't a whole experience. It is not just a, oh, I need to get this for that. I go shopping when I don't need to get something so that I allow my mind to create looks, y'all. I don't know if y'all know about me, but I am a thrifter and I love to go to the thrift store and find the vintage clothes. I like and designers some of the looks that have been out of fashion has come back into fashion and that we are now um creating new looks out of i like to take the old ones and create a new look with it i like to see something and see how many different ways i can wear it or how many different style hacks i can get from it i can turn this one shirt into a skirt into a, a blouse into um a necklace. I mean, y'all, a belt. When I tell y'all, some of the things that comes out of my wardrobe is absolutely astounding. <laughs> and a lot of the times, I'm surprised at how I put things together, whether it's just something that I've seen online that I wanted to try or, you know, something I just did really quickly and it came out cute and now I'm rocking with it all day. I'm just thoroughly enthralled with the fact that shopping gives me the most amazing release of endorphins and makes me feel like I am unstoppable in this world when it comes to being me and showing 
my personality, my creativity through the way that I dress. The last and final thing that I'm going to talk about The last and final thing I'm going to talk about today is the spiritual bath. I I take spiritual baths when I am feeling down, feeling frustrated, when my body is achy, when I just need the recharge. I take a bath and I go all out. I allow the bath to rejuvenate me by putting the most essential things in it to cause my recharge. My bath is going to be so over the top when you see me getting it ready you're going to be like my goodness does it take all that yes it does it absolutely does i need to have my water very very hot i need to have epsom salt essential oils um, herbs flowers fruit sometimes milk Um, i need candles i need my favorite glass of wine possibly a book maybe um some medicinal (laughs) also i just really need the atmosphere to be dimly lit i need it to smell good to feel good i need it to be tranquil absolutely clean and most of all I need to set my intentions and affirm myself. Affirm the bath before I get in it. Keep my intentions and affirmations in mind while I'm in it. And after I dump, after I release the water, after I release myself from the bath, I get out with those intentions and those affirmations all over me it's in the way that i walk in the way that i talk i just keep that same intention within my body so that i can embody it in everything that i do because the intentions that i set is what i needed before i got in so afterwards i am going to be in that same energy and keep that same energy so that it comes to me I am exuding it in everything that I do. Most of the time, I'm in the bath for hours. (laughs) I um, keep on adding and releasing water until I feel like that is enough. But I have to get everything that I need from my bath and that is my relaxation that is peace of mind that is tranquil vibes that is basking in the amazing feelings that is releasing all the tension and stress and worries that is breathing in the essential oils and allowing it to dance up my nostrils and give those good old um intoxicating feelings to my mind and my my body um I need the healing properties of the salt. I also 
just need the soft skin that is going to provide from working. I need the herbs to um, rejuvenate me. I need everything, the book to put me at peace. I need the the wine to give me that uh, you just got home from work type of feeling. I, all those things are going to work into what I want and need. I even might bring my crystals in and sit them by the tub just to allow those energies to radiate while I am in there. All these things plus some. Um, there are so many different ways to catch a spiritual bath to give you that um, recharge that you need. So I advise to maybe look into the elements that you need in order to feel like your battery is recharged when you go into taking a spiritual bath. I know mine is extremely extensive and you may or may not want to do the most the way that I do. But when I tell you I get out of that bath feeling absolutely amazing every single time, I would never go back. I, I mean, I, a basic bath is, is not even a thing anymore. If it's not over the top, I don't want it. <laughs> if it is not doing the most, it's going to do nothing for me. So from now until forever, spiritual baths is going to be my go-to to recharge my battery. And I hope you guys try it out. And just do the most. Just be so extra. If we don't get to be extra in any other part of our lives because we are restricted by life or family or friends or whatever, your job restrictions, do the most in the privacy of your own bathroom, in the privacy of your own tub, and, and just be extra. Be over the top. Be extremely flamboyant. Make sure you have everything that you need to recharge your battery. And that once you step out of there, nobody or nothing can stop you from going after everything that you set those intentions for. I hope I have covered extensively what it takes to recharge your battery. I know I've only talked about four main things, but I want y'all to talk back to me. How do you recharge your battery? What does it take for your battery to be refilled? And how can you teach those around you to also refill their own battery and not depend on someone else? This is going to be so helpful to anybody who you come in contact with in just a conversation. Ask them how they recharge their battery and then take notes. And if you need some more, come on over to the self-love cycle. Message me directly. I will give you some tips, some tools, or we can just talk about what other practices would refill your battery. If you want to work with a life coach like me, head on over to the self-love cycle and discover your first call will be on me. <laughs> Come on over to the self-love cycle. Your first discovery call will be on me and I will be delighted to teach you how to recharge your own battery. Until then, peace lovers. DJ, be nice. 
If you are hearing this message, that means you have made it through the entire episode and we are extremely grateful. We here at the Self Love Cycle thank you from the bottom of our hearts and we hope you've enjoyed listening to this new episode. If you did, please leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, peace lovers.